All right. Well, we are welcoming folks to yet another episode of the Captain Lou podcast with me, your host, Captain Lou. And co-captain luke there he is there he is for what it's worth (laughs) here we are on our christian sigma male (laughs) vaping grind set vaping grind set dog that's right (laughs) christian bale ain't got nothing on us oh my goodness (laughs) all of those memes they are so boring but they're so funny there's so much more i've (laughs) only gotten the bad ones i know i really i really tried to do a deep dive on the sigma male grind set Yes. And I was really disappointed. I didn't find it very witty at all. No, they're not. That's the thing. Because okay. they're just children. That's The entire thing is an endless cycle of I, making fun of themselves. I knew I was missing something. Yeah. You can't... You take it all totally seriously and none of it seriously at all at the same time. It's very hard to describe. And it's completely stupid and not worth any time. But I love them. I had a... <laughs> I had a number of folks on the Facebook Live Zone asking me to go over my setup. Oh, as as if my setup even works for me. Well, I drive. I I drive enormous boards. <laughs> I literally was said drive instead of ride. I drive. Enormous. I drive giant skateboards. Yes, and I drive powerful motorcycles. Yes, um, I drive very giant skateboards. I have, I have two setups here yes um they're basically the same they are exactly the same <laughs> i mean they're so the same it's the dumbest thing ever and yeah. by that i mean pure so. genius <laughs> all right so if you would hold yeah, one you, me, you got a yeah, free got hand it, it. all right so that one is older it's on let's start with the parts that aren't the same this is on bones wheels which bones wheel? I don't know. I use the Caballeros. Ra- I use the radius wheel. I go anywhere from fifty-six to sixty. Um, you you have aftermarket washers on here, or um, aftermarket bushings. That's right. On both of these setups, here's the new one. This is the one with newer parts. On both of them, I am running bones blacks, the hard bones, huh. with my kingpins out all the way to like barely a thread showing after i ride for a while i'll i will tighten the rear down one thread so it's just a wee bit more snug than the front and uh that gives me a really deep tippy turn that is not shaky and soft and squishy Hmm. so the hard bushings yeah yeah i run them this time i actually used the bones top washer Bones bushings now come with a hard top washer. They're figuring it out. I've been Does it actually that. help, though? Help. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> do I, go, I do, well, what, I do not What word would you like me to use? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, on the new one, I did not plan this, okay? But I have black and silver and black and natural and black grip tape on the top and, you know, the black bushings, and I really like that, but I was... I, I this time I went with a set of, and I like this brand a lot. I went with a set of Superfly Speedball bearings. Yes, I liked these in the day when they first came out. I was gifted by the owner a, a set, and they're purple. And I'm and if you notice uh, on the video, Ooh. I have a pur- I did not even Ooh. know until Ooh. I got home. That's hilarious from that you did skating. That at life that I have a purple stripe and purple bearings. And I don't like purple. 
Yeah. It's the color of royalty, and I ain't there yet. But <laughs> um, the board is 11 inches wide at the max. Yes. And um, I've already got Tommy Story says the six ball are better than the seven ball. What? I, I am exhausted at the prospect of needing to know. <laughs> I, I do not know. I cannot know. Yes. Otherwise, I will... I will lose my mind. <laughs> um, I just maximized the grip tape with some racing stripes. I did this 11-inch wide board in 9-inch wide grip tape. I like Jessup. I know that there are a thousand reasons why some other brand is better than another brand, but Jessup is actually made in the USA. Yes. And I'm not using a Chinese-made far-flung grip tape unless I have to. And if I had to... How would I feel about it? I'd feel fine. <laughs> I would. You're so opinionated, I'm dog. I'm so tired. <laughs> He's so tired. Not now, Todd. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Are we so. looking at 215s on both of these bad boys? Yes, Indy 215s, a 10-inch wide axle truck. I've got on this board, as you can see, I run my graphics on the inside. I run, I run a natural outside. That's the way I've always liked to run my wheels. When I was young, I used to take steel wool and remove the graphics from my wheels. Wow. It's a bold I'm just, move. Just, that's just where I'm at, man. Um, I'm seeing two 16th inch uh, wide. Uh, what are those things called again? These guys? Yeah. What are those oh, my, uh, my riser pads riser are pads. one quarter inch. On these, those, are, these are full quarter. Are the, is this a... This, this one I stacked two... Uh, 16th inches. 16th. Yeah. So we got to give eighth. me. So this back is one eighth, and the front oh. is a, the same. It's usually, the same. usually I will run a three eighths or even or even a half um, inch riser on the front and a quarter inch on the back. I like my front wheels to be up a little bit. Huh. Um, that lowers what what that does for me. That, along with a tail guard, which I don't use presently because I just haven't been in my workshop to make one. Because yes. what you do, yeah, you pick a material. Cutting board. Any material. It can be plastic. It can be masonite. It can be wood. Yes. Pick, pick your poison. And you, you cut it. You trace your tail. You cut it to shape. You can countersink it, which is smart. I, count, I have countersinks in there. And I countersink it. And then I throw some um, drywall screws all the way through it to the top of the deck. And then I cut them off the top of the deck and I grip tape over it. Yeah. But the thing is, and here's the, the coupe de grass. <laughs> Go ahead. Is the I coupe ass. Got e it. Epoxy. Oh. So it's really not being held on by screws. Yeah, it's being it's held on epoxy. by epoxy. Yeah. Sand off the lacquer or the yeah, poly. Right. Epoxy that thing on there. And yes. that thing ain't going nowhere and will never rattle. And I'm similar with rails. I, I uh, do use the short screws on rails. But I like to um, epoxy my rails. I don't tend to sand the board under the rails. Yeah. It's just... I think I used to use shoe goo for the rails. Yeah, and that'll keep it from rattling, yeah. but it won't it Maybe won't really support. Yeah, sure. yeah it right, doesn't right, right, really right, support right. them. And um, so I've got these these two. These are the Panhead XL from Lights Life Skateboards. Pro tip um, on applying a graphic. Um, this one it went double Barney's. So you've got one on the nose and you got another one on the tail. And um, the pro tip, I think next time I'm gonna request 
a single one in the middle so that we can actually see the the face because there is a sick um it's not a teardrop tattoo it's an ace of spades tattoo yes that i love to look at but i'm stoked that the uh that this graphic is here that's kind of who i feel like and that's supposed to say mayhem and it does and um i i like that yes i like that a lot 100 100 100 so these are the two boards i've got set up one fresh one less fresh i mean geez what kind of bearings do you have in that one Is oh that geez I, those reds they're nmbs okay this it, one has nmbs and by the way on the superflies i put in the center spacers you do i did do you do you normally do that i have Two schools of thought running at all times. I hope that Bud Stratford hears me say this. Yeah. This is always a, it's not really a debate. Um, because um, if you see this differently to the way I see it, which is highly likely because almost no one sees it the same way. All right, here's the thing with bearings, man. <laughs> God. This is an opinion. I can do hard things. I can do hard things. Okay. <laughs> talking about bearings it's at this point that the cnc kids come out of the you know yeah i love the cnc kids i really do um they're they're a lot of fun but why am i thinking the way i do being such a why am i thinking the way i do being such a low tech guy yes so let me just let me just talk about this so you've got a wheel right yes. wheels are poured in molds right yes all right so the mold has a place for each bearing right yes all right so the wheel goes in the mold it, it provides a place for each bearing and that yeah. that that's that place that bearing seat yes is not machined okay. except that the mold is machined yeah all right now i can accept that that bearing seat is perfectly aligned can you though? and i can accept that excuse me that's a burp both <laughs> that both bearings are going to be sitting perfectly parallel right yes except that i know a thing or two about a thing or two having having danced around production for years and years yeah no it's not yeah, come on. There's a there's a margin of error involved in those bearing seats. Yes. It's not high. It's yeah. probably negligible, all right? All right. Next thing. When you put in the center spacer and you tighten the nut of the down on the axle, mm -hmm. you basically are causing the inner race. Yes the inner races to press against that spacer and become one conjoined alignment yes. with one another. Yes. But if your wheel isn't poured perfectly well, mm -hmm. there will be a misalignment working against that alignment sure. in the rolling of the wheel. Right. Also, your wheel can't be flexible. Yes okay yeah thing is wheels are flexible yeah all right 
Now, this argues against this point as well. Right. Yeah, it goes either way. You would say that because we have the spacer in there, it will keep the wheel from flexing sure. a little bit. But what will keep the wheel from flexing? Wear and tear on the bearing. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. None of this matters because you buy eight bearings a pop, and every two or three sets, you get a bearing that just won't wear out. Yeah. And you keep that one. Yep. And then you keep the next time that happens. Yeah. And you just keep keeping yep. the bearings that don't wear out. And what you'll find out is about every 32 bearings that you use, there's right. going to be a really actually proper quality bearing. Yes. But that said, <laughs> if you don't run yeah. the spacer, you do have a lot more lateral movement that can go on. Sure. Probably doesn't matter either. Yeah. You could be losing speed, but you could also be losing speed when you have the spacer in if your wheels aren't perfectly poured. Yeah. Which, and I don't trust it. And if you use the spacer, but you didn't use the speed washers, then maybe you're getting some friction on the, um, yeah, go ahead. That's actually a bad one. Yeah. You want to use speed washers to set those inner races off of your truck yeah. And Ace has an offset built into the truck. That's actually cool. Yeah. Yes. Right. And so you, you, but you do not want your bearing shield mm -hmm. contacting your truck or the nut yes. that holds that on. So those speed washers are definitely important. But if you don't run a spacer, you got to run your wheel with a little bit of shika shika. That's kind of what I end up doing. If you do run a spacer, don't have a bunch of shika shika, but don't. Yep. But watch what happens if you tighten it too much. Yes. And if it if the wheel doesn't run, when you have a spacer in there, if the wheel doesn't run free, yes. When you have it snug, mm -hmm. then it's not working. Yes. Maybe you need to set them more deeply. Maybe you didn't get them in there all the way. Yeah. Or maybe your wheel is just not as precise a thing as you think it is. Right. And the alignments are just not what they were going to be. Right. And you can just make it have a little shaka shaka. Right. And to what extent does it actually, you know, impact? slalom? Well, okay, that yes. is, that's an argument I can hear. Slalom and like 25 minute downhill runs where 100%. that kind of friction is going to heat up. Yes. Agreed. And you're going to have a major failure Agreed. on the way down. 100% but agreed. That's, that's where you get into actually mm. buying like really good industrial grade bearings yes. that are. You're looking for smoothnesses. Yes. You're looking for hardnesses and you want wheels that are well done and you want trucks yeah. that are well well made. I mean, billet billet aluminum CNC trucks, watch. They don't maintain their CNC I'm and sure their trucks don't. have a bunch I'm of sure wobble in them. What was the wheel that you could get that had a harder durometer on the outside and a and a, a softer durometer on the inside? Do you remember? That's Jim Gray's company. What was that? What was it called? I can't remember. I rode those wheels for a little bit. Powerflex. Powerflex. That's what it is. Those wheels were pretty cool. I agree. And I I, like didn't they have a plastic insert where the bearings, you know, the bearing seat itself was actually a plastic insert? No. No? That is Audubon Satori had. Oh, maybe okay. So. Um, Paul Schmidt came out in the old days with yeah. one that had an aluminum insert. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And that, if it's, if it's machined, yeah. If the wheel is machined on that 
There you go. Right. That would be cool. Of course, those were doughy and terrible with like with like un unmixed batter powder spots in the in the formula. That's fine. God bless you, Paul. Yeah. I love you, buddy. Big yeah. hug. Yeah. I'm tough on Paul. <laughs> you are. I am. I don't think you're actually that tough on him. I think you're well, just saying his ideas are kind of. I love these fools. I, I really do. But if somebody doesn't say something about all this stuff that goes on, then no yeah. one will be saying anything. And if no one's saying anything, right, then it doesn't get better. It becomes easier and easier for lower and lower performance to take up more and more space in yes. the market and in the culture. Yes. And I'm just, I ain't going out like that. Yeah, I come just on. can't do it. Yeah. You know? That's one thing that I liked about that tank talk that you sent me today. That guy was so heated at the end. He was like, I love you. Be better. Oh, are you talking about that cowboy? Yeah, that guy was so that super cool. I almost cried at Helping, work. I think his, so his TikTok is called Helping Horses Heal. Yeah, it was awesome. And he is an absolute gem. Yes. That guy has a heart. Yeah. He has a heart for God and he yeah. has a heart for his fellow man and he yeah. has a heart for his nation. Yeah. I'm certain he's he's just, yeah. He's on a watch list. Oh, yeah. Tommy knows what's up with PowerFlex. Ooh. They've got the softer ones, the plastic ones. They've got it all going on at PowerFlex. It's a good wheel brand. I like it. You want to take it down? That's fine. Take it on down if you no, want. No, no, no. I, like I want you to be comfortable. It was just like in between my hoodie and my I saw stirrup. that. I saw that. You got my, a sword caught. <laughs> I did, I don't care that I have a sword. I just, I hung it there. A lethal weapon. Because it's got to be somewhere. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. I know. As you can tell by the finish on that, I do not live by it. <laughs> I do not live by it. I do not live by it. If only. So that's what I'm riding. I'm riding yeah. a Panhead XL. I do order specifically a 14.75 wheelbase. Yes. Do I measure it after I get them? No. I just ride them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, this episode brought to you by Life Skateboards. Yeah. We ride Life Skateboards because Life Skateboards are made in a way that we value. And um, warts and all, I, I just am... I am so stoked that Life Skateboards in, exists in a way that they can offer you whatever you want. Yep. On they've got at least three different molds, not including their longboard lines. It's crazy. Yes. Life Skateboards is just ought to be completely booked out for months. Um, Agreed. I am stymied that they are not. Yes. There's no shortage of people who want to pick at the at the minor mistakes or the the flaws yeah. in all kinds of things. Nobody's doing that about these far flung corporate brands. Although it seems like everyone's trying to act mad about corporations. Yeah. But here's an idea: if your favorite brand is owned by a, a an uncaring, awful corporation, stop buying them. Yeah. You, are you afraid that your favorite pro will will lose their job i don't know because if operations like life skateboards get your business then they'll sponsor your favorite pro yeah give them a job rolling glue yeah i mean but no 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 skateboarders are going to just keep buying what they're told over the counter yep and that brand loyalty will will it's just hey there you go <laughs> it turns out Meh. inclusions or you know being included in the group is is more important to most people than basically anything else when being included in the group means giving up on things like that what i tend to do is go start a new group yeah that's what i do but i mean i'm not a joiner you yeah. know i'm i'm not i i no not my <laughs> not my ways i'm not a joiner <laughs> yeah
Yeah, so, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people feel the same way. That is what it is. <clears throat> so there's what I'm riding. This second set of wheels are 97As. Um, they were what they had on hand at life that was 50. These are 58s. Look at that. Nice. They're actually 58s. That's actually a, a good-sized wheel for me. And um, I rode them on the Life Bowl, which, by the way, mm -hmm. the surface at this last Saturday, the surface of the Life Bowl. Immaculate. Perfect. Oh, it was not. He had uh, done a um, a wash on it yep. with. I do not think Coke makes a good wash. Okay. I do not. They sanded it and they've resanded it. Oh. They've they've done the sanding to rough the surface and to lift out the polyurethane and the oxidized um, the oxidized adhesive. Yep. And then they've um, yeah. I want to try slappy trucks too. I it fell through for me to get a set of nine inch slappies. Um, I want to take nine-inch slappies and put them on that zeppelin up there, yes. and take it for um, take it for some street runs. A jaunt. Um, zeppelin has since um, changed their wheel formula, so those super hard big wheels are no longer a thing. They now have a new formula that is less chattery. Huh. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, to trying that. I'm going to take off those 10-inch trucks. I'm going to replace them with a 9-inch truck. I'm hoping for a set of slappies. Yes. And then you have a set of slappies. I do. I, I need to throw them on my board. I think we should wait till we can do it together. Yeah, let's do it. And yeah. we'll, we'll, um, we won't be able to go grind for grind since you make every slappy <laughs> that you ever do. And I'm going to have to relearn them for the 15th time. It'd be sick to find something really low and just fun to that hit. That asphalt curb down oh, there. Oh, yeah, that one. We'll hit a, that yeah, asphalt that first. That would be a great one. Uh, we'll definitely hit the red curb at um, uh, Newcastle. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, that, that will be super fun. Yeah. That one That one's right up our alley. I like, I like slappies that are really easy to get on. I like... I just want to, you know, grind it. There is this spot in Chicago that I went to over the summer with my good friend, and it's right next to this coffee shop. More like Chicago, no. Chicago, no. And uh, there's, you know, it's this little side street that nobody ever drives through, and one side has a curb that's like this big, and the other side has full side curbs, full sized curbs, and, mm -hmm. and they're both, you know, glossed up really well, and it was so much fun man it, it was like you could just sit there all day and just hit a curb and, and go get a coffee and hit the curb and I, get another one and i can get behind that it was wonderful um yeah i can get behind that i like that right well yeah i do it's funny um talking about setups because i dude i used to spend so much time i would I would, you know, get a new set of things and, you know, trying all this different stuff and, you know, do 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 you, should you ride the bottom wash or do you not ride the bottom wash? Sure, you, right. you know, you get the new bushings, do you not get the new bushings? Okay, well, how do you want your wheels? How do you want this? How do you want that? And I, I there was this moment in Colorado, I had one set of trucks and I literally just kept them on my board until I wanted to see how long that independent would last. And they finally cracked. I had grooved them down like mm -hmm. almost into the hollow part of the center of the axle. Mm -hmm. And I did that and it was so funny. After that, everything changed. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna buy a set of trucks. I'm not gonna do anything to them. I'm not gonna change anything. I have do a you pair. run those orange bushings? Yeah, yeah. and I love them. Stock into bushings. totally fine for me. I don't take the bottom washer off anymore. I don't think I do. I might, maybe that's the only thing I do is, is take the bottom washer out. But I literally just run whatever I'm, I don't care. I do like Bones wheels though. 
I like bones a lot. I think I'm on Spitfires right now. Though. I like the SPF 84B. Yeah. Dude, those are glorious. Um, they break free. They grip again. Yeah. Very consistent. Very pleasant. Um, Dude, I like them a lot. You know what? I'm thinking about it. The riser pad that I have, mm -hmm. I have one set of riser pads that I made myself out of boot, rubber boot material yeah. from a boot manufacturing plant I used to work at. It's very Cincinnati. soft. Super soft. It's more like a shock absorber. Yeah. But I've been using those like since I started skateboarding like 10 years ago and they've held up so well. If those guys did a line of, of skate stuff, they'd, they'd probably crush. Well, they'd, <laughs> they'd never sell anything because they'd need an add and thrasher. Or I, need, know, uh, I know. I don't know. I don't even know how yeah. anything sells anymore. I should just, I should buy sheets of rubber from them and cut them out. They're great. They're amazing. There's a there's a very like I remember like oh seven years ago or something. There was a giant war. There was a plastics war. A plastics war. Yeah, because plastics are rails, tail skids, nose guards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lappers like the bird. Yeah. Lappers. Uh, what else was plastics? Um, the the shock pads. You know yeah. the riser pads. And there's big war because a whole bunch of people were trying to source and create brands of rails rails are like you know like there's like ooftah you know because <laughs> the rails are made in houston or somewhere in texas i forget where sure you know and you know one guy's trying to run a run a brand that's make workshop making rails yeah. and then all of a sudden like the photos of his like workshop are like only one photo a year and there's these industrial steel tables and a giant production <laughs> workshop he and was... he's supposed to be doing it out of his garage and that ain't a garage yeah, and i'm like that's right. in texas that, yeah it's launch mode that's ah, that's a launch mode picture you that's know like, hilarious yeah and i'm like are your rails made by launch mode right and it's like friendship over yeah you know yeah, and, right and um and the vast majority of like rail make that's why like life i don't know if life still offers them but life came out with some really cool rails that look like the knife oh yeah those were ba i have a whole bunch of the seconds of that downstairs oh dude. and i'm planning on putting them on my boards they're you know? so cool they're super cool but like they're made by someone else um i think someone with their own just pointed down it was i wasn't gonna bother you about i it. wonder I if it matters i don't know it could matter that the lav mic situation yeah, it's fine um, they might matter, dude. It might matter. Yeah. Come on, man, look out for yeah, me, dude. Dude, I got your back. Do I have a booger? Is there anything in my teeth? Gosh, you can't tell. Big baby. I am a big baby. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, like um, the plastics war was on though, because plastics is a marketing game. You find a producer, you create a product, and it's marketing after that. Yeah. And right. trying to take up take up space in the market, whereas yes. in decks. I mean, it's it's real craft and real care yeah. among the makers. You know, sure. you go on the makers movement and you can connect with and see people who are making, you know, really cool stuff. I, I just, I don't get it why, like, no, I do get it. Um, a lot of the pro skaters are plugged into a very easy money stream mm -hmm. where they're, they're getting easy money. There's sure. no, there's no need to actually care about I mean, I've watched so many pro skaters, quote, learn, unquote, yeah. how their boards are made. 
Yeah. And they're so amazed and their minds are so blown and they didn't even watch the glue go on. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> right. And they, they, you know, they're literally looking at an uncut take into their shape. Yep. And it's like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh man, you know, I just, um, it, it could all mean so much more and be so much more valuable and so much more inspirational. And, you know, like you could literally have board maker in your own city who is not a better skateboarder than you necessarily, but sure. who has a place in your community because they serve value yeah. at the price of their own labor. Yeah. Um, and uh, I still hope for such a thing to catch on of course you know with rumors of wars and pestilence and now <laughs> i guess this week we're seeing big gigantic bloated financial institutions are are you know breaking down and falling yes, apart right i found out that some big bank that failed last week that like the day before the bank failed all they all cashed out like their stock and they all got they all took bonuses yep. like hours before the the government took over the oh, bank yeah. oh yeah and i'm like you know like back in the day such a thing would have would have resulted in a mob yeah you know right and it's weird cuz like we have the capacity for outrage right you know but it's all directed at weird stuff that i can't relate to very much i mean right i am not i'm not relating to these things like i university campuses are outraged about a whole bunch of things but the fact is no matter where you lie on so many of the identitarian and intersectional right uh, hierarchies of victimhood <laughs> the same corporations and the same models of greed are punishing us all equally just yes. for drawing breath yes and we are not pulling together a proper democratic coalescence in reaction to such terrible practices as taking your bank tanked on Wednesday. On Tuesday, you got a $125 million bonus. Yes. Tar, tar, by the way, tarring and feathering is Ooh. a fatal act. It, yeah, it, it kill kills somebody. somebody. Yeah, 100%. I don't want that. I right. don't want such a thing. That's right. a terrible thing. Yeah. But, but like, and I'm watching like Matt Taibbi. Yes. He's a journalist. Super good journalist. I think my dog is here. Uh-huh. Hey, Rocco, you want to come in here? He's a baby. Oh, go for a walk, Rocco. He's going on a walk. Um, there's a journalist named Matt Taibbi. I love him. And right now he's like in front of Congress. Yeah, what's the deal on that? And they're they're calling him a so-called journalist. And I'm like, look, man. He wrote for Rolling Stone. I don't Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, honestly, do I think that Rolling Stone is like a a, a pinnacle of American journalism? No, of it's course a, not. It, yeah, it actually but, has some chops. Well, <laughs> but, but that's journalism. <laughs> but but uh, Matt Taibbi is like, if anyone's a journalist, Matt Taibbi is. I know. They called him a right wing, um, like a right wing propagandist. Wow. The guy is wow. not right wing. <laughs> At all. His actual political history makes him much more credible because if he had a if he had a um 
an axe to grind, yeah, he would be grinding it on the left side. Yeah. And in fact, I don't think that the journalism that he's being vilified for, vilified is when you make someone a, a villain. villain. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I don't think that the journalism that he's being vilified for is actually right wing. I think it is like what I was saying, mm -hmm. where no matter where you fall on the identitarian spectrum, spectrum, the, yeah. the hierarchy of oppression and victimhood, that these corporate interests are sticking it to everybody yeah. in such an equal way that I just think that if we, I think they're trying to, the university campuses and all this noise and, and all this, this like fake outrage. Rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even some of the real outrage yeah. is obviously detracting from our ability to not only be outraged at things we ought to be, but to right. appreciate. Yeah. You know, in my in my mind, an outfit like Life Skateboards. This is about yeah, Life yeah, Skateboards yeah, yeah, yeah. to me because an outfit like Life Skateboards, in my mind, should take off like gangbusters and should be booked out for yes. months. Sure. And maybe some of the historic before Life Skateboards, there were some there were some California based board makers who touted themselves as craft board makers who didn't treat their customers well yeah sure and didn't practice integrity right and i can't help but think that maybe some one reason pros and people don't want to get involved with makers is because of things like that sure i've committed enough failings myself to turn off people to things i've gone into detail about people i've let down and yeah you're gonna have that you're gonna have snakes in the grass you're gonna right. have normal human failures right over at life skateboards i mean sam is sam is not an uncontroversial person sure he speaks up about his mind and his yeah. heart on things so tf what right great skateboards made well yep. at life skateboards right and if the i don't I don't care where someone's at on some political or like, I mean, I might shy away from, I don't know. I gave a really good, um, I've given really good things out about Braille. Yeah. And Braille is down with that Scientology nonsense that none yeah. of us should touch with a 10 foot pole. But right. it doesn't mean that that piece of media that Braille made right. isn't a good piece of media. Right. You know? Yeah. I just the two yeah. are different. They, yeah, the, things things are more than one thing. Very often, they they are more than one thing. They are. Yeah. I was talking to a guy today, and he told me he's like, I don't. I, I make it my mission not to learn anything about what's going on right now because I don't want to lose friends. Wow. Well, and I I understand. Like, yeah, sure. I understand because if if you learn about things that are going on, oh you might start to have opinions. <laughs> That'd be horrible. And then if somebody discovers, you know what a great thing to do with your opinion mm. is to keep it to yourself. Mm. Unless you want to be an opinion journalist like me, and in which case I create a, a place and a time where you can come and listen to my opinions for what it's worth. And you know, some of my opinions are worth more than others. Yeah. It's up to you to decide what you think about that. And it's none of my business what you think about that. Mm. It isn't. Yeah. We're not here to manage our image. We're here sure. to we're here to discharge the burden of our conscience to put things out there. Right. And um, it ain't going to always be something that we're proud of, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't like when I get cussy. Yeah. I, I don't like when I'm filled with fear and anger and, and like that. 
But anyway, this said, I think that it may it may be beyond skateboarding's state of development, health, human mm. evolution, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maturity. It right. may be be I don't know. I I feel like uh, this should ought to have have uh, taken off now. Also, right. life skateboards has laid everything that they can into that Sam and Casper yeah, yeah. and me and me and Luke are involved, you know, with, sure. with a very easy end of it. You yeah. Know, just riding for the company and, and putting them out. But folks that run outfits like this are putting everything they've got into it. And the reason that they don't do more is because they don't have any more. Yeah. So like, sure. it's like, not like, it's not like the California way where some venture capitalist is going to come in or a loan shark is going to come in and you're going to be able to just money flip your way forward, get <laughs> right. a blow up, hook up with a fashion thing. This right. It's not like that right. when you're actually creating value. Have you watched the Von Dutch do uh, documentary on Hulu? Von Dutch? No, I haven't. Von Dutch was a fashion brand in the uh, early 2000s. Okay. It blew up. Okay. But before it blew up, it was just a scroungy guy just screening things and just doing stuff like that. Sure. It was one scroungy guy that all he was doing was sticking buttons on hats and yeah. you know, or sticking patches on hats like sure. I used to do. And then another dude came in and got a deal with the guy to do a larger brand. And he and his partner like took it next level. But the, the core of that guy his name's mike mm -hmm. his core he's yeah. actually the brother of the guy who owns and runs grind king trucks oh interesting. It really intersects yeah very interesting yeah so this guy mike yeah and he was scrappy man he's a <laughs> yeah. gnarly guy yeah. scrappy very yeah. old school sure and so mike took von dutch to another level and got he, mike and bobby they got it so it was blowing up right. a little bit yeah. They needed money, so they sure. brought in a guy named Tony. Okay. T-O-N-N-Y from uh, Denmark. Okay. He was a Taekwondo gold medalist. Okay. Um, Danish, interested in cars, American yeah, fashion. Sure. Obviously an interesting person, very flamboyant, yep. enamored of the Hollywood dream. Of course. He comes in. He drops million dollars in year one Ooh. getting things going he drops another million dollars in year two sure then he buys out he buys out another do you know another part partner in the right. business right. he oh yeah he buys out uh, the owner of grand king the brother had put money in so he buys him out okay yada yeah well this whole thing goes on things things are blowing up they got Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson and they got Paris Hilton and okay. her little friend I forgot her name and they got like all of these famous people wearing Von Dutch. Von Dutch just blows up. But this Tony guy, yeah, he doesn't have what Mike had. Mike is like, if it's authentic, Mike breaks it down. Yeah, yeah. Very similar to where I was with Midwest Blue Collar and Fickle. Sure. It's like, if it's authentic, it's going to grow. Well, it blows up. They 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 edge out Mike. Yeah. But Mike was incapable of partnership. He he was so obsessed with authenticity that he began to bog down the works. Right. And he was a 49% owner. Okay. And at one point, 
Tony says that, like, yeah, I told Mike, I'm like, go on a beach and enjoy your 49% of a multi-million dollar. They were making $250 million a year sure. at that point. You know, it really yeah, blew yeah, up. Yeah, right, right, right. So you've got this one partner says to the other, he's like, go sit on a beach and enjoy your money. Yeah. But the guy's like, no, man, it's got to be core. It's got to be cool. It's got to yeah. be right. Yeah. Von Dutch was never about all this stuff. So you've got this conflict. Yeah. And Mike winds up being edged out. Okay. harsh yeah like nasty they tricked him into signing a new renewal of contract that he gave up his ownership of and course. became an employee then they fired him and that was because he was such a he was such a, a core dude yeah they didn't read he didn't read the fine print so he got screwed oh his life kind of goes down the yeah, tubes yeah, yeah, and right. he's at the end of his you know he's, sure. at the, he's he's giving these interviews yeah and tani's kind of agreeing well tani had a business partner from denmark at the end of this whole thing mm -hmm. So they bring in another designer to yeah, take yeah, yeah. Mike's job. Sure. This guy's a flamboyant French designer. He went on yeah. to blow up another brand you may have heard of called Ed Hardy. Okay. Very similar brands, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. This is the guy behind Ed Hardy's blow right. up, right? Which is another soulful, legitimate, right. like really soulful thing, you know, because tattoos on the strand used to be gnarly and it used to mean something, you right. know, and, sure. and, and uh, blowing up Ed Hardy. Uh, so this this French designer comes in, he blows, everything goes completely haywire. The brand becomes meaningless. It becomes a joke. Yep. You know? Right. And people are embarrassed to wear it. I wouldn't yeah. wear I wouldn't feel comfortable wearing a Von Dutch hat today because sure. it's just too stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, you can, we need a P.O. box for people to send me Von Dutch gotcha. hats. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. We need to get a P.O. box. Yeah, that's we actually do. probably not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. So, um so anyways, this is the point it brings me to. Yeah. At the end of it, there's this discussion from the Danish business partner. And he goes, you know, looking back, if we had kept Mike, mm -hmm. who was so hard to work with. Yes. No, almost impossible. Yeah. Yes. He's like, you know, if you look at the, do you know what the word conflagration means? It, it means yeah, something that ahead. just catches and goes into a ball of okay, fire. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball sure. of fire. Yeah, you know? right. Fully engulfed. Yes, engulfed. So if you look at the conflagration that was Von Dutch when the French guy came in and just blew the brand out and sure. was making children's denim and things like Ooh, that, yeah, you know, Von right. Dutch kids, you know, yeah, yeah. and, you know, he was going Walmart with it, which yeah. really speaks to the Enjoy, Dwindle, yes. Louis Barletta, yeah. Bravo sports yeah, stuff that right. everyone says they hate it, right. but ain't nobody pouring wheels yeah. And starting American-made truck brands that really are the thing, yep. you know? Right. I mean, oof-ta, right? My guy. So anyway, this guy, this Danish business partner, he's like one ring out from the center. He's like, you know, thing is, Von Dutch would have blown up anyway if we had kept Mike. And we would have kept the authenticity. And the brand would have been a 20, 30, 50-year brand. Yeah. But instead, we got like a 7 to 10-year run. Right. And blew, and we just burned this whole thing up. Yeah. Von Dutch could still be going today. It could still be hot rods, motorcycles, yep. pinstriping, yep. you know, all the stuff it came from. Right. Except yes. that the original guy who was just sticking the patches yeah. on things, yeah, he had a letter. Okay. That Von Dutch had written. Okay. In which Von Dutch was really, really racist. Oh no. He when was, you say Von Dutch, you mean the Von guy, Dutch. the original yeah. guy, Von yeah. Dutch, right? right? 
uh, this letter was written like on his deathbed. I mean, yeah. he was riddled with it. dementia. Yeah, right. But he he said, "Oh, I don't want to live in a world with all these yeah. racial things, oh, all this stuff." Boy, and he just dude. laid it out. Yikes. And so this original guy who had this long-standing beef, yeah. one day he's like, "I'm gonna burn it down," Ooh. and he just released the letter to the press, and the whole brand went down, just in exploded flames. Wow! Because they just didn't. They didn't practice generosity. They didn't yeah. practice equity. Yeah. Because everyone was horrible. Okay. Yeah. But that's always how it is. I mean, Luke works with me, and every day I have to deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> He's always trying to screw me out of my ownership. Yeah, there it is. Yes, dude. Yes. I'm I'm Captain Lou. <laughs> yeah. I'm the captain. Here, sign this paper, Lou. Yeah, just. <laughs> Wait a no. second, what? Yes, yeah, this is Esau. Oh, I'm never Give me gonna, the blessing. I'm never going to ever. Oh. So, so um, I think about this because skateboarding people like to pretend that we're so enraged about all these things. But, yeah. but the thing is that we, if we really would swing our hammer, yep. if we really would swing our hammer, we would wind up having better options. Yeah. Because we would starve out, reallocate. Yeah. No, but the the dollar vote, the true democratic dollar vote yep. that is necessary for there to be meaningful reform. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. People yeah. Yeah. people, you know, it's like, what if five thousand people wrote and said, Love your reissues, wish they were pressed in America. Yep. Gonna wait till they are. Like, what if 10,000 people did? But such a thing will never happen because there is no, like, there's no, like, consumer reports type of media in skateboarding. No. There is no sort of um, ethical exposure, what's going on in the business. Right. And um, it is, it is a mess. It is. I'm it's just, a mess. I'm sitting here considering these ideas and just thinking about how difficult it is to really to if you were to create a brand and stay on message, stay authentic. You know, about ninety nine point three percent of that work is just sticking patches on hats and in your basement crushing out. That's what I did boards. for twelve years. Yeah, and it's funny. It's you don't know that it's this. Uh, super authentic, um, you know, you don't see the value of that usually until after you've done it for a long, long time. And sometimes people don't see it until it's dead and gone, you know? That's, that's, and it's yeah. so, it's so, it's uh, extremely difficult. But life is do. difficult. It is. No, that's I agree thing. with you. That's the I thing. I agree. Yeah. All of yeah. life is difficult. Yeah. So pick your poison. Right. You know, like, do you want to, do, do you want to give up? Do you want to give up your soul for stuff? Right. Most people do. Yeah. I have respect, not for that choice, right. but I have respect for the fact that that choice is every person's choice. What yes. I don't respect is that people don't know that they're making that choice. Yeah. They don't put the pieces together. No. Head. They don't understand right. that their passive disposition mm -hmm. is actually a choice. Like the fact is, over that counter at that skate shop of yours, those guys are not your friends. <laughs> You're not the one who's who's supposed to be impressing them. 
Yeah. That pressure should be reversed. Yep. You walk in there and say, I want a pool king's board. And they say, oh, you don't want that. That's for kooks. You never darken the door again. Yep. Which I think is why we have so much direct online. No, 100%. It's taking over. And I, I say good. Yeah. I say good. Right. I'm, I think it'd be great to order direct online from lifeskateboard.com right. or to contact Johnny Manack or Pete's Pigs. We haven't yeah. mentioned Pete in a while. Yeah. And boy, do we love Pete. And, indeed. You know. Indeed. And, and Pete's a shaper. Yeah. He's taking he's taking uh, boards and shaping them. He's not rolling glue that I know of, and I don't think he should be. But he's not a liar. But his work <laughs> is inspiring. His who he is is inspiring. Yeah. And I like being connected with those people in my skateboarding way more than some pro who for as sweet as they may be, they may be just the nicest people. Yeah. Um that pro and that product, the connection isn't there. Even watching Dear Sweet, Love Him, Andy Anderson, a pioneer of creativity. Sure. You know, um, I remember Product Patrol. Yes, that was just asked. I don't remember if it was, it was in um, Transworld had Product Patrol, as far as I remember it. And Thrasher had asked Dr. Blackheart. Um, those were actually journalism. They were messy and sloppy and they were, they were young. But still the, the the magazines never have served you in really talking quality and um although i am excited that creeper trucks might make a comeback creeper yeah. trucks you look them up k-r-e-p-e-r -E -E creeper I'm gonna write it down oh yeah the, the creeper trucks might make a comeback grind king is back on the map um i don't know his name but he's uh, he's a hard working dude over there at grind king and um i like that sort of thing yeah i liked grind kings cuz you couldn't break the kingpins and i broke a lot of kingpins when i was young um You're shredding i it was hard it was a hard era you, yeah. you, we weren't achieving anything <laughs> like what the what the people now are achieving on yes. skateboards that's a fact yes um my bar is set so low yeah it's awesome because as a kid um, I just, you just would live on a, you would live on a frontside grind. Yep. You would just live on the thing. It yep. just fed you. Yes. And now you've got this, this, um, I don't tend to be amazed by it. You have this much more technical approach to things and people are working very hard. The, yeah. Some of the achievements are amazing and are, are, are great. If you're happy, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that uh, that they're they're you know I just am a different shopper, and yeah. for some people that'll feed something in them, and for some people it'll poison it. Sure. Um, but in regard to this fake outrage we have about corporations, stop buying the stuff. Put your dollars into something that's real. Hmm. You know pandemic skate faction i mean the deck the deck thing is happening now now you actually have real choices of brands that are that are workshop made and i think you've got some really good product and i think you have some really good people yeah not every maker is going to be an ethical good faith player some of them are going to be uh, and also you should hold your your makers accountable and you should judge based on whether they're they they exhibit that accountability right um, that means that you should 
If you have a problem with the deck you got, you should talk to them and experience what comes next. I, I, I don't know if we've got it in us as a people. Yeah. Are we a people? I think we are. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But we've been putting up with way too much for way too long. And if you've got like four or five skate shops in your area, you go to the one that doesn't require you to impress them. You go to the one that actually, and you know, if it happens to be, if it winds up being a Zoomies or a van store, that's a very sad thing. Um, <laughs> it's very sad, but that would be what it is. Yep. And stop picking on Stop picking on people. I know. <laughs> I know. Come on, man. We're no, we had a guy. We had a guy years ago in Indiana, and he was a ripper. Mm -hmm. Absolutely talented, top notch, could be going to be pro if he made good decisions in his life, ripper. Yeah. This guy was in. Yeah. He was one of the cool guys, and he took a job working the counter at Zoomies. Oh. And he suffered such intense personal attack yeah. from the, the local core skate shop. Mm. Um, he experienced being blacklisted. He experienced being marginalized, vilified. Yes. He experienced all that stuff. And I, I watched from the sidelines as that happened. It was none of my business and I didn't get involved at the time. But I watched as that went on. And that's that, that's a sign that you're you're super core shop didn't deserve what it had yep because there's a skateboarder who needs your support and he got a job working at a, a shop that sells skateboard and so his job is to turn people onto skateboarding over the counter and and hook them up with a good experience what's the problem they buy a board at zoomies and maybe now you have one more skateboarder who could come to the core store when they get maybe a little more interested in I guess being vibed, <laughs> yeah, right, and right. picked on, right. I know, dude. It's painful. <laughs> it kills I know. me. It, I know. It could have, you know, and and it's lost, dude. Yeah, it's it's lost. I mean, and Indiana, Indianapolis has some some different skate shops there that I don't know very well, but the ones that I did know, Rise and Nomad, were dumpster fires. <laughs> they were dumpster fires culturally and yeah, ethically. Sure, know. absolutely. What? I know. I know. Yeah, it's so funny. I was thinking about the fact that, uh, you know, a lot of times somebody will get a board from a board maker and they're, they're so um, picky about every little tiny thing. And then they'll go and, you know, get a board from zoomies or from a core shop somewhere and they don't give a crap dude. oh yeah nobody, you know what i mean nobody's bringing a caliper into their core shop <laughs> i did <laughs> i not only did i bring a caliper and i had a core shop that i was selling to that had told their workers make sure my boards don't sell classic and they told me that i, I had a crooked board in there so i went in and it was this cruiser board it was like a sort of in the vein of a zip zinger and I had given it to them for free on top of their order, as I remember it. Yeah. So I came in and I caliper measured it. And it was not perfect. Sure. And the other boards I had put in were perfect. So yeah. I took that and I replaced it. Which, yeah. by the way, I replaced it with a good, like, normal board. So now yeah. they're way up on value. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're double. They're way up. Yeah, they're double. But, yeah. but the, uh, the boards that I put in as replacement, I included a, a, a plastic measuring caliper. <laughs> Because when I came in, he says, that board's crooked. 
I said, well, give me a, give me a measuring tape. Let me check it out. He said, I don't have one. No I'm measuring like, you're tape? Like, you're a skateboard shop. You don't have a measuring tape. Rough. He's like, yeah. And that, by, the, by that time, I was well beyond the red line. It was easy to get beyond the yeah, red line in that right. shop. And so I was like, you know, seriously. So I, I came back with a caliper. I measured it. And it was, and the thing is, from that day, I began measuring in different shops. I do like five or, five or six boards, measure them up. Yeah. Way off, up to quarter inch off, all kinds of brands, yep. all sorts of production, all yep. sorts of like, we have the best Chinese shop ever. There it is. We know because we went there one time and they were so nice to yeah, us. Yeah, they were so kind. They were so nice yeah. to and us all the workers there. were so happy. They were so happy yeah. to be working there. Everyone was so happy when we were there. Jeez. How could these not be the best product, you know? Yeah, and, right. And just crap, you know? Yep. And then getting in, getting introduced to the Mexican market and figuring out like what's going on in the Mexican market and seeing the kind of wage slavery yeah. that both of those markets offer. And like then coming out with a caliper and looking and it's like, it's like uh, some guy's going to go ham measuring out his board and asking for a specific. I had a guy order his board down to the, to the two thousandths of an inch, you know, which is fine. Dude, you know, I, uh, point yeah. one. Two six. That's a by the way. One point one two six is an eighth of an inch, you know. And I used a caliper and I made the board that he wanted, Jeez. but it took a, it took a long time because that has to be pushed to the back of a queue. That yeah. has to be made one at a time, right? You know. And I did it. I made it two spec. That's yeah. the guy who was screaming at me on the speakerphone. <laughs> well, I used it as a cruiser board. That thing sucked. I'm like, oh, well, whatever, you dude. Know, Jeepers, creepers, dude. That's, I think I'm. I think I'm happy with 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 what you got. Yeah, you know? sometimes you got to fire clients. You know, sometimes you have to fire the client. Literally. Very rarely, yes. if they're threatening to put you in a body bag or put you in the hospital, you can you can fire the client. Yeah. But, anyways, I just look at this and I'm like, please don't write an article on your blog that tells us how disappointed you are in corporations involved in skateboarding and buy boards that are made in a foreign country right. while you have legitimate board makers who are ready to serve you. Right. I would take a drop in quality. Yeah. I would take a I would skate dimensions that I don't prefer. Sure. I'm actually riding Life's concave, mm -hmm. which is a different concave to the one that that I that I made, okay? And I would usually want to ride the concave off of my molds, which are at life skateboards right now, serving up, you know, concaves I made with my own hands out of my love for skateboarding. Um, but I decided that if I ride for life skateboards, I'm going to ride life concave. And I don't think it's a terrible sacrifice. I think it's a really excellent concave. Indeed. Um, but I made that change not knowing that it would be that great. I said, I'm going to ride that, you yeah, know, sure. I've got a board up there from Zeppelin, which is, is a, is a, um, it's like a, a, I'm a guest at Zeppelin and Zeppelin is a guest in the industry. Yeah. It's really a passion project. It's yeah. not a brand brand. It's sure. not, it's not throwing elbows. They're going to run a thousand boards a year. It's right. not, a, a, a huge brand. I think he told, I think that when I talked to Bud Stratford who runs Zeppelin, he said 600 boards a year is sort of ha their happy zone. Sure. You know? Right. Yeah. But they sell out like that. Yeah. It's pretty sick. They dude. do. Yeah. And, um, and that's what he likes to do. He's on Madrid. So Jerry, Jerry Madrid's running a factory. Right. It's a, it's a 
low volume, relatively low volume factory, and the laminate on the thing is terrific. But it's a much flatter concave. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna shred the thing because I believe in Jerry Madrid and the history of board making at Madrid right. much more than I believe in. I don't know. I don't want to bum out anyone by picking <laughs> your favorite brand, but. Yeah. If a brand is made in a far-flung land by people who don't ride, yeah. if the concaves are this one-size-fits-all, and, and I can't even meet high-five the guy who built the concave. Yeah. You know. Right. And forget it. I, I'm out. Yeah, I think a lot of people, or a lot more people than I think society thinks, especially like in my generation that are a little bit younger, are really looking for something to believe in, you know? That's why I think... I mean, I've said it before on the podcast, I would take up to a 20% hit on quality if it was a brand that I really believed in that I thought was doing really authentic, super cool work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just for just to have something, anything in this wash of just, you know, corporate, you know, grabbler ocean, you know, something that felt even felt real. What? Is that a bad word? I just don't want Aaron Malico jumping on here. <laughs> I think he's going to watch these later. <laughs> <laughs> if, you say, this, if you say grabbler, yeah. Aaron Malico is going to come on here. Appears. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this this Griftopia that we're in right nice. now. Nice. Griftopia. Know? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah this they're, they're on their corporate, they're on their investment capital corporate Grift set. Grift set. Yes, right. <laughs> it's so funny in my in my career, I've begun to be in positions where you can kind of see behind the curtain on how you know, you know contracts are made and how bids are made and things. And it's been really eye opening for me to understand that many, many, many most businesses and corporations are willing to do literally whatever it takes to keep the work to get as much money as humanly possible. They do not care they at will, all. They will produce as low quality. This has been an industry not so secret yeah. for so long. I had people with deep industry ties hmm. come to me and say, yeah, we tried the better board quality thing. You're going to want to back off on that because... We can't have, we can't have yeah. boards lasting three, six, nine months of daily use. Because? Because then you can't sell as many. Yeah, they're, yeah. And I, in that, I heard the absolute antithesis of my opinion. 100%. My, my opinion is, I... I don't want to ride boards that are made by people. I don't want to ride brands that are run by people who think like that. And it's not because I can't afford to buy a skateboard deck every every two weeks, which I can't. Yeah, that's right. Rough. Even at 30 bucks. At that point, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I, but I'm more than happy to... I'm more than happy to endure the rigors of making my own skateboards and working to promote brands that make good skateboards, I'm more than happy to pay 90 bucks for a plank that comes with a relationship to a company and a brand and a workshop. Yeah. And 
as far as trucks go, you know, I think everyone knows that I spent a hundred bucks on a set of American made trucks back in the day. Yeah. They were, they were good. They're on a cruiser board. They're very turny. Yeah. Um, surf rods. Yeah. I think, are they the only, I don't know who else makes trucks here in the United States. Oh, it's pretty much over. I mean, when I was in a truck manufacturing foundry, and they were talking to me about how proud they were about their Chinese base plates because their the forging on them was so much stronger, yeah, and so much lighter, and all this stuff. Guys, my boards weigh like six pounds, <laughs> like eighty-five pounds. I'm, I, I've I, Brad Edwards, mm-hmm. longboarder. He mm-hmm. died very sad that he died, but Brad Edwards rode giant longboards and he ripped. Yeah, and I don't want to skate better than Brad Edwards. And I don't want to kickflip Wallenberg. I never (laughs) wanted that. I never wanted to be Andrew Reynolds. I never thought that Andrew Reynolds was a particularly great. Andrew Reynolds example to me feels like this. He went from being a piss drunk, right? Then he got wise and he aligned himself with all the corporate stuff Sure. Baker is made in China or Mexico or whatever. Yeah, sure. That's not a that's not something that I really can respect. Right. I don't know him. Yeah. As a person, I would think that maybe we could have a a uh, a friendship or something like that, but that's just not happening. Sure. He's over there. I'm over here. I have love for him at the metaphysical level, the transcendent level. Right. Where he is a human being that the Savior died for. I am a human being that the Savior died for. I owe him a debt of love because the same price was paid for him sure. and paid for me. Right. So um, we're, we're square on the human level. But in terms of, please don't tell me that I have <laughs> to respect that set of business decisions that put everyone into that basket of brand loyalty to what? The I group mean, to what the group, yeah, the group. I, yeah it's no, a, it really it's, is it's, it's just a, it's just the group that's the hard part about all this is you know we're talking about all these corporate interests and skateboarding and everything and i'm actually having rounded and they, <laughs> and they pushed weed culture to yeah. children no 100%. whose brain development right would be harmed by yes. that and yes. all of a sudden it's like no it's sobriety now but it's not right no it's <laughs> right because still drunk on money yeah well and i'm you know, I feel like I've kind of rounded the corner in my own mind about these things because I, I can see to protect our personal liberty to choose what we want to choose. Heck yeah. Um, you know, these these corporations exist and they're offering a product. And so we get to decide whether or not we're going to support them or not. And it's the same thing with any conversations about our government, etc. You know, to a large extent, we're the ones responsible that the only options we have are total garbage. You know, if we could spend our money elsewhere, we could actually have robust conversation. But, you know, there's that R word, responsibility, that nobody wants to hear. Also, you know, everybody just wants to go and skate and not think about these things or go and drive and not think. Or, rigorous, know. robust yes. thinking. Let's be rigorous really go quick. But we were, we've been, we put uh, dear Andrew under the, under the <laughs> microscope, right? Yeah, God right. bless you, dude. Under the knife. Um, but let me just really quick. God. They, they just used to push that weed culture. You know, you know who, you know who rode for Baker is our, is, is Cater Silla. 
No, 100%. That's the smoking and gun of the entire thing. Yeah. Li literally, nice yeah. pun there. Yeah. Smoking gun. Yeah. Shooting kids in the kneecap, mm. modeling to them. Right. You know, as, as much as you could say, like, something, something promotes sobriety, something, something. Right. It's like, you know what you do with someone who is so um, substance addled and consistently intoxicated and so unsober? in their public example to children, you kick them off your team for it. You take a stand, right? you draw a line in the sand, yeah. anything that crosses it gets punched. Sure. And you say to that person, you are not, no, you're not an example that we're going to incorporate into our brand. Want me to respect a brand? Then have some guts and take a stand. If you, you know, like, right. But I think that like, the idea that that those sort of things, like, like, even locally, you know, we we have an influential. Every every area usually has an influential shop. Our shop was a kingmaker and set up a lot of habitat people because you know, um, Alien Workshops distribution was over here. I keep forgetting what it was DNA. DNA. That's what it was. DNA sure. was here. So there's a lot of king making going on and very heady, very heady stuff. You know, we had people come from my area and. Go become a pro, you know, and yeah. like that. And um, I can only think of one. There have been a few. And and there have been people who could be a pro and got a chance. So, you know, some people yeah. became filmers for Habitat, yeah, sure. things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, and just, you know, once I knew that the product had been being made in China for five years without telling anyone and they were yeah. capitalizing on a reputation for being really high quality, but I was watching the board snap and, yeah. uh -huh. and you want, you watch all the stuff going on. Yeah. But around here, we, we have had, we've had shops that come up, you know, whether it's Indianapolis or Cincinnati or, or in Dayton sure. and they'll have these boys and girls, usually boys yeah. riding for the shop and these guys are terrible examples. Yeah. And they're, they are hyper dominant, hyper territorial. Yeah. Really bad attitude. Um, and nobody involved in these businesses had the wherewithal to drop a hammer and say, Hey man, you know what? We're making fewer skateboarders, not yeah. more. Yeah. We need to, you know, right. and that just wasn't, that's not there. No, no. And now, you know, it, I'm like, and there's this whole, well, we got to give the people what they want. Well, if what the people want, yeah. if what the people want is the compromising of childhood innocence and the damaging of developing brains, maybe you don't <laughs> need to give the people what they want. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's time that you're the, you, you know, you go sane and get called crazy. Right. You know? Right. Right. But it's not like there aren't enough options out there for you to run a skate shop without that kind of garbage. Nope. 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 Couldn't do it. Nope. Couldn't nope. do it. Nope. Too much. Respect the gnar. <laughs> respect the gnar, bro. You gotta respect the gnar. We don't respect the gnar. No. No. I don't I couldn't care less about the gnar. Jeez, it's so vapid and stupid and vain and unimportant. It's wild. You know, this is where someone comes in here and they're like, Yeah, you guys, man, you Bible salesmen with your Christian Christian, this and that. And I'm like, Hey man, look, we are God fearing guys. It's true. But I, I wanna say something. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> no. No, this is not some weird youth group thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is that we have enough dead friends yeah. that we all ought to know by now that when you put someone on the wrong path, 
they don't go to a good place. Yeah. So an investment in the wisdom of a direction when you run a brand, a shop, when you run, you know, a, a media and things like that, what you encourage in people is very, very important. And it's important for people who occupy these places of influence hmm. to be very concerned with the long-term effects of the kind of kind of way of of living and thinking that they promote. Now, right. a lot of these guys got got put in this place right. by people mm -hmm. who admired them because they could triple kickflip. Jeez, man! Yeah. So they kind of got stuck in this position, and I think it's a bit much for you and me yeah. to be stony-hearted toward them and be sure. and like be mean to them. Right. That's not yeah. our intention. No, but. You know, better late than never, I guess. Yeah, right. You know, right, right, I, right. Everybody I, has a decision, you know, every day about how they're going to behave and act. And even now, even now, yeah, maybe, maybe people are thinking about that and saying, "Oh, you know, I've spent the last twenty years doing this. Maybe I'll do something different." You know, that's yeah, we, okay too. I'm down, man. And we we say you that know? we say that about like the we say that about like the media, like Thrasher. Mm -hmm. We say that about brands like Baker. We say that about shops, yeah. you know, and, and fill in your super hardcore shop that shuts it down, right. you know, and, right. and that promotes, you know, I literally had a shop owner tell me, I want all the kids to take all the drugs. They need to experience all this. And I'm like, you know, you take that, we do it to them, but also we have to turn it to ourselves. Yeah. You know, we really need to turn it to ourselves, each one of us. And we right. need to say, you know, not just my example. But yeah, like the trajectory of my own life, is it going in a way that's going to strand me in disaster? Because yeah. we know that there are trajectories of life. Like if you're a person who enjoys recreational drugs, sure. if you're a person who steps out on your marriage, sure. if you're a person who lies all the time, yeah. um, if you're a person who cheats financially and right. you are vulnerable to you know, like the consequences of those kind of things, or if you're beginning to be that person, or if right. you have that person in you, right? you know, um, it's really important that to some extent, somewhere, somehow, someone says to you, hey, consider your life. Yeah. You need to think about your life. Yep. You need to think about these things. And what's funny about that is, it's like the least important aspect of that is, oh, yeah, and I also, I like my boards made by a maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, I totally. like authenticity in, the, in whatever brand I would choose or this or that or the other thing. And I'm, right. You know, that's not even important. We, spent, we spend time on it, but yeah. really it comes down to being a, a thinking, thoughtful person yep. and considering our mortality. And like I have begun to say more often like you need to look to the rock from which you were hewn you need mm. to consider and look to the ancient ways crack your bible think about your life i gotta say you don't have to be a, a god believer but if you wonder man just crack it and start going yeah. crack it and start going i sure I found God powerfully in the book of Leviticus. Yeah, bro, that's, I, yeah. Yeah, by Chuck, yeah. I, I read from probably 15 to 19. It was a big night in my life. Mm. And I, I, I encountered something in the law, in the scripture, that I never expected to find there. Yeah. I never expected it. 
Sure. And it's it's worth it to put some time and some consideration and a fresh listen, yeah. or maybe a first listen to these ancient testimonies, this yeah. ancient literature that holds all this wisdom. Right. And yeah. So you call us by Bible salesmen. By the way, we need to put Bibles on our site <laughs> Dude, that for sale. So funny. Um, but they're like wildly expensive. We do like eighteen hundred dollars. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they're just like the the Bibles that you get at hotels. So we get them for free and put them up on the site for like seventeen fifty. You know, like something insane. With a life skateboard <laughs> sticker on the on the cover oh my gosh that would be so oh funny my gosh. yeah that That's would be so amazing. painful yeah it's funny when you it causes me physical pain. pain i know i just heard a story over the weekend that would gall you um <laughs> it would gall you uh it's funny like deciding where you're going to buy your board deciding how you're going to treat your neighbor deciding how you're going to behave when your boss you know does something that you don't like is you know all those things deciding whether you're going to get sober yeah deciding whether you're going to yeah, they're all like manifestations of what's already there inside of you, you know, so, you know, where you buy your board, whatever, man, but I think what you're saying is really good. You know, we need to consider our mortality and we need to consider why all of this, you know, isn't it so weird that up. because I think so often about how fleeting and fragile mm. life is, mm. right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm? I choose to ride this that brand of skateboard. <laughs> yeah, and no, I mean ultimately it has an impact. Oh, you know what so I mean? It's funny. so silly. I, I, it's so silly be, because I <laughs> it's because ridiculous. I value the idea that my hard-earned American coin shekels. would contribute to my shekels <laughs> would contribute to the the life and family of a craft person. Yeah. Uh, I choose to focus on makers, Gluefoot, yeah, Johnny Manac, yeah, Life Skateboards, yeah, and and brands that source, um, source, you know, like like from Madrid, mm -hmm. you know, like all, sure. Madrid is not a huge operation anymore, you know, um, and I tend to value those things very yeah. highly. Yeah. And it's it's so it's so funny. Yeah, it's it's interesting because we we buy things very often based on what they represent to us in our own, you know, extremely subjective perception of what a thing means. Maybe know? there's a real degree to which America has valued the luciferian hmm. mammon and the dissipation of intoxicants. Yeah. And you know, weed and heroin. I mean, we even we even tolerate just fine a brand of skateboards called heroin. And I know that they say they're not yeah, promoting heroin. Right. I yes. know. <laughs> With the eyes. Come, you know, <laughs> go ahead and tell me I don't understand. Yes, right. You know, but right. we tolerate, we don't only tolerate that. We, we support an industry that capitalizes. In Jake Phelps' In the articles about Jake's, Jake Phelps from mm -hmm. the San Francisco Standard that we read, it was clearly, Tony Vitello was clearly vulnerable and clear when he said something to the effect of, as I remember it, it's really, we really have been trying for a long time to have this conversation. And it's been difficult because for so long we have capitalized on these things.
Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying that there's not going to be a transgressive edge, you know? Yeah. I'm not saying that there's not going to be a place for the transgressive, the erotic, the provocative. Sure. No, 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 no. Right. But what I'm saying is, have we lost our senses? Because I think we've lost our, I think it's, no, it's I true. think that maybe, maybe we're, we're like, you know that saying, you like, you get the government you deserve. Mm, I have I, never heard that, but I like it. It's, that's what people tend to say. Like sure. in America, you get the government you deserve. Maybe we have become such a pleasure seeking culture, yeah. such a pleasure seeking people yeah. that we slave after pleasure yeah. so much. Maybe we deserve what Thrasher has been for the last 30 years. Oh, no, that's 100% true. And maybe you and I are, you know, I don't know, some people call it pissing in the wind, like when you, <laughs> yeah, you're, right. and it's blowing <laughs> yeah. back on you. I've sure. seen it and I've done it. Maybe yeah. there's a, maybe there's, or, or emptying an urn of ashes <laughs> into the talking. wind. Yeah, I've also, <laughs> I've also seen that and it is immaculate. And, and so, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like maybe we are a voice, maybe we're a voice that's just going to go out and come to nothing. Yeah. And I can content myself to that. Sure. Um, I just have to say it. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not 1984. It's a, it's a brave new world. It's all Soma and, and super crazy technology and I just don't, being happy all the time. He just referenced two important books, yeah. 1984. By uh, the one guy, yeah, and uh, a brave new world by Aldous Huxley. Yes, yeah, yes. and and it isn't so much it it'll get nineteen eighty four, but right, right now it's a brave new, new world. world. Yeah, everyone is doped up on pleasure. Yes, the whole society rotates around pleasure and complacency. Yeah, complacency always leads to complicity. Right, always does. Right, that maybe is the thing I wish for you, dear listeners, to suffer damage mm. to your capacity for complicity hmm. that is rooted in your complacency. Yeah. You, you know, like we have probably one listener who out of whatever, 10, <laughs> yeah, um, right. who is a diehard fan of Baker skateboards. Sure. Leave them. They are blind guides. Hmm. Leave them behind. Yeah. Fine. There is not a lot. There are not a lot of things that are, that are out there that are alternatives, but I do know this of the great alternatives that are rising up. Yeah. Um, there are 20. Sure. They're very small, but they're not booked out yet. Right. And as far as trucks go, I don't know. The death cult owns the truck industry, you know, I'll call it a death cult. I don't even know what that, I don't know what you're, the industry is like a death cult. Like, like they advertise in a way that, that, that promotes lifestyles that lead to death. Oh, sure. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've like, like uh, Tony Vitello said, what, what's that Judy dinner? I, oh, nice. Good. Dinner is coming soon. And we are at the 82 minute mark, which is perfect timing. Yeah, geez. But I think the industry has been too much like a death cult. Yes. It even comes with that handy, easy to identify, obviously Luciferian imagery. I mean, guys, this ain't no 1980s satanic scare. Right. I'm just saying what we're all seeing. Sure. We're seeing uh, we're seeing an 
an advertising block capitalizing on encouraging young people right. to get on tracks that lead to destruction. Yep. And they've dressed it with they've dressed it with neck face and and all sorts of luciferian imagery. Yeah. You know. Sure. I love skulls and daggers. I know. Me too. I do. They're I'm cool. not going to leave skulls right. and daggers behind, but there's right. a lot of difference there. Yeah, and I'm not freaked out by all the no the insanity. And I there's a part of the no. transgressiveness that I really appreciate. I do. I've met a lot. I just lot. wish it would yeah. be consistent. Right. You know, don't put it. Don't. Well, it is consistent. Well, it's consistently leading to people wasting their lives. That's true. Right. And dying. Yes. Now that is true. It is right. consistent. That's the right. problem. Right. Is it is consistent, but right. it's. It's only after you go for 20 years that it yeah. consistently leads to damage, to damage destruction, and, death. Right. and right. death. Right. They're lying to you. Right. They're stealing from you, and they're leading you to destruction. Right. All in the name of F the rest, F the rest, ride the, the best. best. Right. You know, and I ride indie trucks, and I'm not, I'm not terribly concerned about fixing all of the, 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 the things right now. I'm sure. concerned about what I'd like to do is damage your complacency yeah so you can what do you call it uh care <laughs> escape your complicity oh stop sure. encouraging kids in your local scene sure but it starts it really starts with a, a really you gotta let you gotta let the lord get at you you really do you know i mean Buy our course at seven weeks, and two grand, <laughs> two grand. Right? You, you do. You got. You got to let God get at you. You got to get quiet. Yeah. And you need to. You need. I'm. I'm talking to our friends who are like, oh, Christians are awful. They're terrible. Agreed. Yeah. You know. Sure. It's a hospital, dude. You're. You're not gonna find. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna find a lot of well people who are in this thing. And yeah. It's. It's rough. Yeah. Um. It's rough, but it's real. So, you know, root around in it, friends. Well, you know what? Um, we weren't only brought to you by Life Skateboards. Um, we also uh, have a lunch donation from Zeppelin. Nice. That's nice. Thank Zeppelin, you, Zeppelin. Arrow Works. And um, there was something else that were was uh, the bike shop. Oh, yeah. The bike shop is a supporter of the podcast. And we, uh, we really appreciate the one of the few and best independent harley davidson repair workshops around um i know guys who work at the dealership who are great mechanics um, i love uh, what the bike shop brings to it and um, also i spent my day working for solution roofing if you're in the cincinnati northern kentucky uh, indiana area uh, solution roofing kills it and um is there anything else we anyone else? Oh, we're us? also brought to you by some of you who give very generously ah, every month. Really appreciate all you guys who a, do that. A big thanks Seriously. to the people who support us. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, we are available on Podbean for what it's worth. Yes. Also, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Google Play, YouTube, eventually Chrome something. <laughs> yeah, Chromecast. I think some of you guys are casting. Yep, some of you guys are cool. doing that. That's yeah, cool. Good for you guys. And some other source that we don't know what it is that 30% of the people <laughs> yeah, get it from. Yeah. And good uh, we, for you guys running another radar. We appreciate you, dear listeners. Yes. So thanks for spending time with the Captain Lou podcast. It's time for a delicious dinner with friends. We've got lots of guests at the house right now. Indeed. It's, it's hopping over here. Pop oh, really quick. Yeah. You guys got comments, questions. We have a Gmail set up. We'd love more comments and questions at the the, the email. 
Mm -hmm. It's Catmaloo Questions with an S at the end. That's right. At gmail.com. Catmaloo Questions. That's C-A-P-M-L-E-W. Catmaloo. Yes. yes, questions at gmail. It's less than a cup of coffee a day. Oh, and that's the other thing is we... <laughs> We, we don't know if we're going to be able to roll it out in April because we are slow as molasses, but yes. the days are coming when we will put up a, looks like a $2 paywall. Bum, bum, bum. $2 a month. Yeah. I don't know um, how we're going to do that, but we'll figure it out. You know what? That's your job. Yeah. Oh, great. And um, uh, we'll help you with it. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> and, it's uh, just fine. I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, if someone out there knows how to set this sort of stuff up and would like to do some pro bono. Yeah. Uh, for us, we are interested. Yes, we are interested because I think you can pick up that uh, it's his job. Yeah, but usually, um, you know, like it's a, it's a, it's neither of us should have this job. If we <laughs> yeah. interviewed for it, we wouldn't get we the job. Wouldn't get it. It's just true. It's just true. It is. We're doing the best we can. Send help. Yeah, send help. SOS. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We're going to sign off now for what it's worth. Captain Lou. Laters.